This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron 717. I'm Brian Kilby. With me this week, we have Don, who's just telling us about how he bought Hello. GoBots when he was working at KB Toys in the 1970s. I'm so good, I was buying them before they were they were in stores. It's pretty sweet. Uh, we have uh, John DeLuna, who, who is one Target floor lamp richer this week. Hello, I am. I'm so well lit. Uh, Rob Clay. Hello. Who is very Rob Clay this week. Mm. Uh, Diecast, who is angry. We'll get into why. Very, very. And uh, XV, who is not particularly more angry than normal. But why am I last? What the hell? Why? Why? Oh yeah, I was working. <laughs> Still I was pretty angry. I was working. I was working counterclockwise this week, more or less. That's counterintuitive. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. That that's actually secret. He's always angry. <laughs> You're not far off. Yeah. Ah uh, man. So hey, we had our uh, not toy fair live stream this past week. Eventually, I will edit and make a podcast out of it or podcasts. I haven't decided yet. Whenever I have time to go back and listen to all four hours and strategically remove parts that need to be strategically removed. So, yeah. We, fun. we, we fun. found out after the fact we're not allowed to talk about Nando's in the United States. Go figure. Yeah. So, a lot of fun. Uh, so, that was great. Um, actually, there was some news that popped up. Not Toy Fair level, but it would have been nice if we had known about at least one thing, I guess, before. So, we'll get into the news. Uh, what else? Is there anything else? Anything Anything to share? I don't have my watch on, but I'm looking at my watch, which is a watch, not a calendar. So it would be totally po- pointless, actually, for me to look at my watch, so I'll just shut up now. Um, yeah, there's nothing else to talk about. Nothing special coming up. Just join our Patreon, though, patreon.com slash tfradio. For all the fun what do you mean pod- there's special stuff coming up? Like what? But the first news item. Isn't that special? Oh, God. Okay. So we in, in the fall of 2020, we had the first Walmart Collectors Con, uh, the, the, which is the wet fart of conventions. Um, so we, It's not even really a convention. No, it's, it, it's you wait at a screen for a clock to count down so you can get pay money. It's like, uh, God, what's that horrible thing that Hasbro was using for, like, exclusives? No, no. Correction for you to hopefully yeah. pay money. No, what was it hopefully. called? What was it called? The shart or something that really horrible yeah, network. The net- network. Network. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but not maybe as bad. Uh, yeah, they will probably cancel your pre-orders so, and then put them back up on the website for other people to buy. Probably. Walmart, or they'll just never ship them. Walmart is not the place you want to pl- uh, place a pre-order with. So. Uh, yeah, so we don't know exactly what they're going to have. Uh, XV was thinking that they're going to ditch the Headmasters for uh, Beast Wars. Yeah, I mean, it, makes, it, it makes sense because the retro Headmasters seem to be filling the spot where the G1 reissues would have been in the planogram, and Beast Wars reissues coming up seems like the natural carry forward with that. My thinking with this, though, is what we're going to end up seeing mainly is um, Wave 3 of the Netflix line. Yeah. One thing I'm interested in, though, uh, 
is real Ghostbusters. That's one of the items. That's been something sort of been, um, I don't want to say shortchanged, but we got the original four Ghostbusters. We got Slimer and Stay Puffed. Now we have the uh, little proton uh, shooter thing, whatever it's called. That's been it for the whole line. Yeah, that's it for the whole line. So um, I I, I want more real Ghostbusters stuff. So please, please, please give us real Ghostbusters. So, uh, yeah. So this is happening on the 15th. So maybe it's already happened by the time you listen to it. Yeah, Monday, March 15th. Oh, it's a Monday? 1 p.m. Who wants to go to a convention on a Monday? Yeah. I'll be off. So it all worked out for Don to not get any pre-orders. Yeah, Don's internet's so slow. I doubt he's going to get it before all the bots anyway. Do you think they're going to do anything about the bots this time? No. No. No, No. No, they won't. No, no. Has anybody noticed how crazy Walmart's collector shop page is? The homepage? Like, it's got Transformers, Star Wars, Funko, $2,000 gold coins, trading cards for sports, Pokemon. It's like anything anybody's ever collected ever on the homepage. Oh, this sounds like... You just keep scrolling, and it gets crazier. Oh, Sounds like it's my yeah, kind the of coins store. are pretty crazy. Like trading cards. I didn't even know Walmart sold coins. <laughs> yeah, gold bullion. Okay. <laughs> I just came here for like a you know wave three headmaster. I, I don't need like pirate treasure. Oh my god, this is horrible. The trading cards are awful. I think trading cards are sold on consignment at the store. It's a vendor item. Yeah. Yeah. So. You really don't find much in the way of uh, trading cards on Walmart's website. Um, so, yeah, this is all just third-party crap that's at a markup. Looking. Blade Reader uh, reminds us of uh, the last time Walmart did this when uh, ordering anything was a complete guessing game because everything was listed as just Transformers. And no pictures, yeah. Uh, G.I. Yeah. Joe was part of that last time, right? Uh, and it had the same mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. Yep. No names, no pictures. And my yep. pre-order got I've canceled. Been I've been shipped an action figure before, yes. My pre-order also got canceled. And the thing that really makes me mad is that they did it to me with the Mandalorian figure, too. I had it pre-ordered, they canceled it, and then they put some up on the website. And luckily, I was able to, like, I was just happened to be on Facebook the second someone posted, hey, they just put up this for pre-order, and I was able to grab one. But chances are, that was a very small chance that I was actually able to get it. Chances are, I wouldn't have gotten it because they canceled it. Well, uh, I got an email. Remember last week when I sent an email that my uh, red RC had been delayed? Mm -hmm. I got an email the next day that my order was canceled because due to demand, they could not fill all the orders. Horrible. And it's like, I don't understand because I got my pre-order in around the same time I believe Chris Triplett did, and he got his in, and mine were canceled. So it's like, yeah, there's no rhyme or reason to Walmart. There is, yeah, there there is no, there is no. We, we have a thousand. We sold a thousand. These thousand. No, it's just like, it's like they're picking and choosing who gets their pre-orders filled. Hey, did you guys see the uh, picture that was circulating around the internet of somebody at Walmart? posted a picture that it was chiding Walmart for their uh, collector section being a disgrace. Like I just picture, I like, I just picture the, it, like the guy's neck beard is just electric with indignation. 
it's just like the the saddest thing but i a lot of people did share that uh picture uh but it's like super saiyan his yeah. neck beard goes like super saiyan 3. pretty pretty much but i mean i get it but it just like for somebody to actually print that sign and put it in a walmart that's i don't know that's kind of sad but is there a collector section that section back in electronics is that yeah, what that is that's yeah uh, that's it mm, mm. i mean it's garbage anyway it's like 99 percent garbage so like getting upset about it is yeah sorry it's but just yeah they're, they're you should not have pre-orders and then cancel them and then put more stock available like a day or two later it, it's not it's not right it's well, it it reminds it reminds me of what happened with that with Sam's many years ago, with the robots in disguise, Optimus and Ultra Magnus. Why they look so different is because two different divisions of Hasbro were doing theirs exclusive, and they didn't know they each were doing a Sam's exclusive because they came individual in those octa, 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 octagon, octagonal. I'm sorry. Thank you. That word of uh, displays, and so. They weren't they weren't twin packed, and I told so what with, you're suggesting is that there's two different offices within Walmart that are one's canceling orders and one is discovering that inventory has been reallocated and they're putting the pre-orders back up. That's the only thing that makes sense to me is because they're not communicating the different facets involved. They're just wanting to make a collector's presence now that Toys R Us is gone, and then that they can they can fill that void and get more business. But they're not getting all their ducks in a row to do it properly. They're just saying, "Here's a bunch of stuff. Buy it. Oh, we made our money. We're good." Yeah, that's pretty and much how they feel. They're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, they're not actually trying to make it an ongoing positive experience. I mean, that's it's, as, it's Walmart, Don. It's Walmart. Yeah, but I'm saying it's like, like Hasbro, Hasbro Pulse. We talked about it two weeks ago. <laughs> They've not made the. They've not made it the experience that they w- are presenting, but we're not getting. Yeah, Walmart doesn't care, Don. I know you don't go there that often, but no. But but I've worked for Walmart in the past, and I can tell you firsthand, Don, they do not care. Yeah, yeah, that's not their bread and butter. Just selling, turning through stuff is a bread and butter. And it's the, it's the same with Target. When you know the when a similar situation arises with Target, like it's it's all the same thing. These big box companies don't care about they don't care about this other than the optics of having the banner that says the words. Yeah, and pretty then, much. I mean, I'm not letting off Target off the hook either because, like you said, they're terrible too. That you know, yeah. I order something from them, and if you don't respond in a day after they say it's back ordered, they oh, say you still cash, want the side. Your yeah. starting to glow. Maybe cool yeah. down for a second. You have to log into their website and say you still want the item. No, just tell me it's on that back is order so silly. and let me cancel it if I want to cancel it. But otherwise, yeah. ship it well, to me. Well, I mean, look at look at Earthrise Thrust. I mean, that I I missed the pre order window. The day the the street date that was given on the web page, I was up that at that at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 page said coming soon. Well, I'm sorry. The page originally said pre-order sold out. Check back date of release. Uh, I refreshed. One, I think. Yeah, I refreshed the page. It said coming soon. I refreshed the page. Sold out. So in the span of two page refreshes, it went from check back sold out. 
and then it sporadically went on the website at random times. I mean, Chris, you looked at it. You couldn't even figure out the patterns on this one like you did for the like you did for the twin pack seekers. There was to, no To be fair, I wasn't trying as hard. So hey, while we're on the subject, did anybody ever get their numbered gigawatts? Did actual people ever get orders for those? Because I thought those all just went to resellers. I mean, it's, I mean, uh, the resellers on eBay, the last I checked, they were still selling pre-orders on it. That's impressive. Yeah, I mean, so they're missing. No, I thought we had at least one set of in-hand pictures of a numbered gigawatt, just that proved that there wasn't anything different except for the slight packaging variation. The toy was exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> So Transformers Gigawatt, uh, numbered of 1985, 22 sold, almost gone. <laughs> that wasn't a bot buying this. There's no way. Um, they had 25. Um, so a bot, uh, bot bought 25 of them? Uh, looks like, yeah, I guess they did have them in hand because uh, they are going, oh, here's a photo, one with the actual sticker on it, for 65 bucks. It's actually yeah. not too bad. Yeah, it's not bad if you want that. I don't want that. I'm hitting, adding, I'm adding it to my watch list. Um, I don't want that. I'm adding it to my watch list. Well, is that a buy it now price? Let's buy it now. Buy it now. Why not just buy it now? Because he doesn't want it. Yeah, I don't yes, want he it. Does. Yes, he does. He doesn't want it. He now. said he wanted it like a couple shows ago. I might have bought something ago. else today. I don't want to spend the money right now. It's not that much. You should definitely do it. Why don't you do it, Diecast? Yeah, you do it, Diecast. Mm, I got like four gigawatts already. I only have one. So is Diecast our Mikey in that he'll just do anything? Uh, like Mikey will eat anything? Like, you know, Diecast is our Mikey. It's like, Diecast will do it. He'll buy anything. I don't know. Generally, I do have a, do have a Unicron tattoo. <laughs> what? I never asked. What does your wife think about it? Uh... I said, I don't you know, don't have an really answer. Either way. I mean, she's fine with it. Is she, though? Does she talk to him? No. Does she talk no. to you? <laughs> yeah, which face does she <laughs> make eye contact with? <laughs> well, I mean, not just mean in general. Does she talk time, to you anymore? I have a shirt on, so. <laughs> okay. Hey, what else is in the news? Uh, GT Ramjet. Yay. Unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> looks good. Yeah, it looks it looks <laughs> great. Yeah, I wonder how good. many people reinstated their Pulse subscription because of G two Ramjet. Why would you? Other people I are think. selling it. Yeah, you I, can get it big by Toy Store or Entertainment Earth. I can't or, show um, it. Yeah, but it looks like they were all July. So, so Pulse will have it in like October. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah no, XP, well, Pulse, Pulse said July. XV, are you going to expand on that tweet I saw where you were kind of uh, waxing about uh, pre-ordering not being as fun in like a post um, post Pulse Premium world? I mean, I didn't really have much more thoughts beyond like the tweet itself. It's just even though like I've not had the best experience with getting stuff from Pulse and you know defects getting proper customer service, which you know I've long been on the record with that. Um, it just it's kind of a pain finding the right place to pre-order from because like some places you end up paying like over the SRP because that's just how they work. But you know, the shipping might be a little bit cheaper or, you know, the, 
SRP is right, but it's going to be, you know, 10 or $11 to ship one thing because the value of the order exceeded an arbitrary amount. It's just like, at least with Pulse, with the free premium, because I'm not going to pay for Pulse premium, um, you know, if you just wanted to go the simple route, they had it for SRP, you don't pay the shipping on it, and you can get out of paying the shipping anyway if you, you know, can get an order over $50, but like, I looked into that and even um, adding transmutate, which I'm not even sure I want. Um, the total still only came out to forty nine ninety eight, which they won't, you know, round you up for the free shipping. So, like, how are you going to add two cents? You don't. You have to add twenty dollars to get over to the next uh, the next increment. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm. it's just kind of become a pain, and it's not being very fun at the moment. And, you know, some of the smaller businesses that I might prefer to support with this kind of stuff don't seem to have been offering um, pre-orders for um, Generation Select stuff this year. I'm not really sure what's up with that. So it's just been kind of difficult to find, I guess, a satisfying opportunity to give someone my money to, you know, put as fine and weird a point on it as possible. No, I get it. I, I, I totally get it. It is a pain in the butt. Uh, there's no sweet spot when it comes to... No, there's not. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's no fun. No. Oh, they changed it. Changed what? Originally, it said uh, Ramjet was July, and now it says August. August, August of 2024. 20, mm. So, yeah, I, I think it's beautiful. Matt is not here, but he wanted us to know it. It's the greatest thing ever, basically, and I agree with that. It's um, I love that mold. I think I picked that as my favorite mold of favorite. I think if I remember right, Starscream is my favorite toy of 2020. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm all about it. Give me more seekers. It actually kind of makes me want the original G2 Ramjet, which I don't think that I have. So I have G2 Starscream, but I don't have G2 Ramjet, so I need to fix that. Yeah, I'm hoping this turns into them giving us uh, Select's GT Starscream. <laughs> I I think so because there was one retailer who was calling it G2 Tuesday. So I don't think I saw Hasbro Pulse specifically use that. Um, so either they're just really smart or this is going to be a thing. It's I mean, so G2 Starscream is definitely different. Mm-hmm. But it's not so different that, you know, it's, it, I don't think it would sell that well, all things considered. Well, really? I, don't think, I don't think Bug Bite sold that well, all things considered. Yeah. At least it's a star screen. Yeah. He's got that going for him. Yeah. Do it in a two-pack with G2 Thundercracker. You mean Action Master, Action Thundercracker? Master Thundercracker? Yeah. Yeah. Same uh, difference. I'd buy that. I'd absolutely I mean, that's, that's kind of blasphemous, Rob, but I see where you're coming from. Mm. Yeah. Um. Also, Amazon Japan announced Commander Class Rodimus Prime, but Hasbro has yet to do so. Yeah, Takara oh Takara opened their pre-orders. Takara Tommy Mall has a page. It's actually up on Takara's Transformers website now. Um, but yeah, Hasbro has not made a sound about it. Mm. Which I still find suspicious because Takara's pre-orders opened at midnight Japanese time, which they almost never do. Um, the only time we've seen that happen before is when it's been coordinated with Hasbro so that the pre-orders happen at a time that works for Hasbro's market. 
think they might have changed not to mention it. I think they might have changed their schedule at the last second because of the leaks or probably not because of the leaks. My suspicion is much more mundane than that. They probably were waiting for um, production samples to come in so they could do some kind of show off of it and they're late. Hmm. So we finally get to see the trailer and everything. Um, I, I think so the, the battle, the battle mode with the battle platform, uh, it looks like it could use some more paint apps, uh, but otherwise, I mean, it looks pretty good. Ha- well, right, the only, the only thing I think is that uh, the cab sticks out a little bit too far. Yeah. Yeah, but it's being speculated. Um, Walkie, David Willis, had uh, tweeted about this. And I saw similar from um, a couple of the Japanese accounts I follow. There's extra ports and tabs on the side of the cab car. Yeah, I see it. Which look like they could slide, the thing could slide back in further and secure. Um, and if it does that, also, if you look at where the um, trailer's pipes come to, if it slid back that much distance, those would completely envelop the cab car's pipes. So that would look cleaner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cab car's rear wheels should fall in line with the front wheels of the trailer component, giving it the six wheel look that is in the cartoon model. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the um, case. The only the only question mark on this is how the spoiler is going to work for that. And yeah. my theory on this is the reason we're being shown the vehicle in this configuration is because this is like the perfect transformation version where mm-hmm. you don't have to remove and replace any parts to make it work. If you want to have it sunk in more and look more like the cartoon model, the spoiler would come off and tab somewhere else uh, to make the whole thing fit together in the more compact state. So they're showing it as it is without any parts removal, but you would have the option to do it the other way. It may even end up in there as like an undocumented feature. Sometimes that has happened uh, with things that they've engineered for special purpose like that. But uh, like the people making the instructions or the package photos or whatever, just don't ever get a memo about it. I hope, I hope so. Um, You know, and that's a, you know, a nitpick because it's only a $80 toy. It's not a $575 toy. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, a commander class isn't cheap, but like you're getting the plastic mask that the $80 calls for easily. Right. And, and the paint apps look like uh, they're supposed to, you know, we have to wait for production to, to see, but I mean, the colors aren't cartoon accurate, but you know, Hasbro basically has decided that Hot Rod and Rodimus generally are red rather than magenta or burgundy. So we're just kind of stuck with that. If we were still getting unique Takara releases of stuff, you know, when they did Cloud Rodimus and also Legends Target Master Hot Rod, those were uh, burgundy properly. And if they were doing that kind of thing still, we would be seeing this in that color and i yes i would pay the 130 dollar japanese commander price point to get a cartoon colored burgundy uh rodimus prime but since we can't i'll just get the 80 dollar hasbro one instead um, so this comes with um 10 effect parts which is also part of where the price point's going to uh the one effect part they showed initially in the stock photos looks like one of skylinks's blast effects so it's probably getting the full set of those because they're almost certainly gang molded. Um, and more on that in a second. Um, the new 
uh, listing on Takara's Transformers website included one more photo which showed um, the Matrix, sort of, and a new Matrix glow effect. Um, it looks to be distinct from the one that came with Hot Rod, but in a similar style. Um, if they're reusing Skylinks' blast effects, there's like six or seven pieces there, and then the Matrix effect would account for one more. So there's a couple more still unseen, uh, which maybe new, like the Matrix glow effect is, or reused from somewhere else. So I guess it could be potentially like the blast effect from Transformers the movie when Galvatron's shooting at Rodimus. Um, I mean, I maybe, but it looks just more like an alternate take on the Matrix glow. Well, I mean, that would actually sort of be pretty similar. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. You can just, you know, pose your Studio <laughs> Series Hot Rod and your Commander Rodimus Prime, you know, uh, one behind the other in doing the grow-up sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do, now with this commander class, could it be possible they're going to put it under the Studio Series eighty six banner? No, it's no. a Kingdom toy, Don. Oh, okay, I, I, I haven't seen the whole article, so I, I wasn't sure. Okay, tfradio.net. Right, Check right. it out. Slash news. Slash news. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm. I, I came in late. I haven't caught up on all the news of the day. Sorry. Just yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I posted that yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, just giving you crap, Don. Give, giving you crap. <laughs> that was fun, though. <laughs> hey, Don. So, no, uh, I'm, go ahead. Um, I'm pretty happy with how this looks. And um, a Japanese Twitter user I follow, Ishikawa Sunday, uh, actually um, used that Skylink's blast effect as the basis for putting a size comparison together to try to get an idea of what the Rodimus Prime robot is in comparison to Earthrise Optimus. And they actually do turn out very close to each other. I think the Rodimus might actually end up slightly taller. Um, it's hard to say for sure because of how um, how Rodimus Prime is posed in all the stock photos with like bent knees and everything. But the bend was deeper than the bend uh, Ishikawa Sunday put on Optimus to get a similar pose for comparison purposes. So if the legs were straightened out on both of them, I think it would be just a little bit taller. Uh, hmm. But basically what they did was to um, match the size of the blast effect in the two photos and overlay Rodimus onto an Optimus Prime photo using that same blast effect. So from that, you can kind of get a pretty close sense of what the scale should be between them. It was a pretty clever application, that, uh, I have to say. Um, one of our Discord users this morning was suggesting um, something along the line of who wants to use the matrix accessory to try to figure out how tall the toy is. <laughs> but this blast effect idea is much better. I just, the thought of um, sort of making, comparing this to uh, the King uh, earth and kingdom Optimus just makes me realize that I can finally now with these have a nice little uh, headmasters birth of the fantastic double prime display mm-hmm. where they can like be running toward the screen together and also since both of them have um hinged fingers you can have them doing the handshake yeah this is awesome <laughs> i'm excited of course the best application of hinged fingers and a handshake was um robots in disguise or car robots where that was the starting point of the um omega prime combination hmm Oh, man, I'm trying to think. Ultra Magnus grabbing onto Optimus Prime's hand and then the arm flipping around to make the first gauntlet. Something strange has happened. Now there are two Optimus Primes. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think that's basic. I think that's the line. Oh, that's great. I love that so much. Okay. Oh, but this, this looks good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. And I, I, I don't know that I like the look of it better than the, what's the Titans Return figure? Power of the Primes. Power of the Primes. But it being in scale with Earthrise Optimus, which is the superior Optimus, I'm hmm. that that sells me on it. And it will scale with um, either of the two better Ultra Magnuses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are kind of not the most positive on this, and a lot of that seems to come down to like the price point versus what the actual figure part of it is offering. And like, I get that. Not a lot of people are necessarily going to be into the idea of paying, um, you know, 30 to 50 extra dollars for a big complicated trailer component. But I brought this up before. I'm pretty sure that <sighs> Rodimus Prime Robot is designed to be produced on its own. So, you know, if you just want a Rodimus Prime Robot that doesn't have the trailer on it, like, just wait. They will rerun this in some capacity later on, probably in one of the future Netflix waves if that keeps going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There will be other options besides this. I'm almost positive of it. Yeah, I was I was kind of hoping once the Rodimus was announced that they might have done like an all-in-one transformation, kind of like what Carrie was, where the trailer is incorporated into the robot mode. I was I was kind of hoping they would do that, so that way you got more robots. I don't like the idea of that at all. Well, Don, you know you know what official toy does that. Uh, the uh, power, titanium, the power titanium, of the titanium's yeah, yeah, the same. yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's, right, a, that's a great toy. No, that the, is um, it is. Uh, no, it's Wait, not. No, it's not um, horrible. <laughs> so no, the problem, like the like problem with the all-in-one transformation, which Titanium <laughs> Brothers Prime demonstrates to an extent, but Carrie really exemplifies, to do that, you end up with either the robot mode being really oversized or the vehicle mode being really undersized compared to anything else that it would go with. So like with Carrie, you get an almost masterpiece size robot, but you get the vehicle mode that's like sub classic size. So that does, it, you know, it doesn't really hit either of the directions it could be going well enough. And you'd have the same problem with, doing this at commander class in generations like there's just too much trailer mass to incorporate that and keep the right scale in both modes um because like even power of the primes had that be a separate component that could integrate with the other toy but to keep the scaling working they had to still make it be a separate robot mode by itself too you can't just do the all-in-one thing okay diecast <laughs> it's time it's time so remember, remember PG thirteen PG yes PG yes. PG all my emails were not PG thirteen PG today. no they weren't that's why I'm reminding you so <laughs> we have we have a rating on this so show Unicron is shipping and neither Diecast or I are on the initial uh, shipping list so uh, I, I I can live with it because I can't you can with it. live yeah. with it but Diecast cannot bear this Diecast is very frustrated. It's the burden hardest to bear. Yeah. Well, the the fact is that there's two emails going around. There's one saying, "Hey, your your Unicron's going to be shipping anytime soon," and then there's another one saying, "Well, COVID," and that's basically the email. Like, what? Yeah, well, he's he's paraphrasing a little bit, but not by much. And, yeah. And 
diecast sharing that in our internal mailing list was the first I had heard of that, which makes me think diecast is the only person who's received that. And Hasbro is just purposely withholding unicrons from him. So the one I have, I'll read it. Good news. Our team is, has been hard at work ensuring your planet eater gets to you as quickly as possible. We are excited to let you know that he is almost on his way. Uh, so you may have seen a tracking number generated, but please don't be alarmed if you don't see the movement right away. I've, oh, you got the good email. I but I don't have a tracking number or anything. Yeah, but right, you got the good the email. email. That's the email I've seen everybody else talking about. I have literally not seen the one that you shared with us before this afternoon. Yeah, with the bad words in the subject. Okay, that wasn't Hasbro's fault. Though, no, that was directly. just I commentary. <laughs> but <laughs> why? I I pre-ordered it June uh, June July fifteenth. All dead. That's that's when they closed. No, that was that's when it no, opened. July fifteenth was the first day it oh. opened. Well, I mean, we it all closed for- in October. Was, God, was it? Yeah, because yeah. it yeah, man. the weekend of New York Comic Con. Uh, when, when, when did I do it? <laughs> so that's like, are they doing it by order number? Are they? How are they doing this? My order Why? number changed. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Weird. My mine. Mine started as like a mat, one of the master style like pa- like order numbers, and then it was canceled and recreated. Yep. That's as exactly like what an item. To me. Yeah, an itemized one. Uh, July fifteenth is my date. So, so my my thing. I'm not angry that. Well, well I guess I guess I'm a little bit angry that You're I'm not angry. in the first group. Um, but I'm angry in the lack of communication and and the fact that there's two different letters going out to the backers like i thought backers were all in this together we were all going to get the same updates we were all <laughs> going to get the same emails like now now you're just now you're just breaking the system yeah, I your neck beard is glowing blue right now <laughs> can i uh, it'll get to my favorite color pink in a minute or magenta whatever that weird one was um so diecast if i missed this just remind me so are you are you sure you don't do you know if you have a label created a FedEx label created are you sure yes. if you do or don't I do not okay you don't have one I do not have one okay which makes like, sense okay. with the email my, that I got that said basically well COVID my delivery manager uh, from FedEx uh, still has my old address so I have no idea if I have one or not well, well for anybody out there if you have i don't know if you can create a fedex account now and it will find it for nope. you but definitely if you had a pre-existing fedex account like fedex.com create an account and all that stuff you can look up advanced shipments so it'll pull any any label that's been created for a fedex shipment that's going to your address it will show it to you whether it's um you know, active or not, if it's just been created, it'll show up in your list. So that's just a heads up. I have the app. Uh, I can see my stuff coming over from China, like, like two months in advance sometimes um, Mm -hmm. from my Taobao purchases. Uh, This, this, there's nothing there. I mean, that GameStop one that's on the top of the list, I got that today. Um, Yeah, that's, that's what the green check mark indicates. Those are all delivered. Yeah, so there's nothing in my list, and and to have two different emails going around to backers, it would what I think really bothers me, and the lack of any sort of information as to okay, you know, the first batch is shipping out now, second batch is a week behind on a boat, 
you know, you should see something roughly in about a week, week and a half, or week, week to two weeks, whatever they well, want to say. Yeah, except, except if it is on a second boat, like, you know, I theorize and you seem to be ascribing to, like, they don't know how far behind it's going to be, so they're not going to say you know, it's going to be X amount of time because then when it's not, they have to listen to you again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I mean, you, you understand what I'm saying though. Like they're not going to, they're not going to give an estimate like that because they just don't know. And it's bad for business in any kind of situation to just, you know, blindly say, you know, it, it'll be this long and then have it be longer. That looks bad. And it's not good for their customer service, well, such as it is. This incorrect does, this estimates do tend to make me angrier either. than <laughs> incorrect estimates do tend to make me angrier than vague nothing. I I will I will say yeah, that yeah because no once, vague once nothing is okay passes, if we're all getting vague nothing. But it, it's like some of us are getting hey the thing you waited for for a year and a half is going to be here any second and then you you're see getting, uh, you see if you had ordered just one it would have fit on the first boat yeah. Well, and see, that's kind of what I'm wondering too. Like, is it because he ordered two of them that that's causing some kind of a problem with the fulfillment? Even if it's just something where it's slowing down the generation of the uh, shipping label. I wonder, yeah, if there's anybody else out there that ordered multiple Unicrons and you're listening, which email did you get? Uh, I'm, I'm curious about that. So, so Don's muted right now, but uh, for those not watching the video, he is laughing his ass off at that. Yeah. Well, I, I do have something to add to this uh, topic. Is the other day when I was going through Hasbro Pulse to check everything, I noticed that my Unicron had been canceled. Got worried. And then on the oh. next page was the was the recreated uh, order because that has happened. But they say that when when orders what happened when this happened last time with an item uh, with God Neptune when demand is so high sometimes they have to recreate the order with a different number structure to keep everything uh, separate. When I used the in, when I used the Hasbro Pulse chat, I asked them that. Uh, when would we be get, how long in advance would we be getting the email for it being shipped versus it actually being shipped out? Because I need to make sure either I'm going to be here, my fiance is going to be here, or I need to set up a hold or something. Because with it being FedEx, I have no terminal in town. So I'm going to have to figure out something. And the representative said that the, they, that they, they don't know they don't have any kind of timetable right now other than they're getting ready to be sent out. But the email when they're sent out should be several days before it's actually leaves to be sent. So when you get an email with your tracking information, it'll be right after that when it goes out. So it's not like it's going to be, it arrives and then you get your email that it's on the way. So these, the, um, the rep sounded, the rep said that they're going to be sending out the emails in advance of it actually leaving to be shipped. So that way, apparently they can give people enough time to make sure, because it says it has to be signed for. So I, I don't think I can use my typical FedEx note, dear FedEx, please leave all packages here in the corner. Thank you. Me. Yeah. I don't you know, think that's going to work on this one. Corner. In the corner, yeah. So, yeah. Nobody, puts, nobody puts Unicron so in the corner. It says, that, it says Unicron requires um, a signature. Direct signature. But since COVID, 
pretty much every I don't I haven't signed for anything since COVID because most of the companies have relaxed their policy to where they don't actually ask for a signature. Uh like uh FedEx, it's like, yeah, they'll just look in the window to see if somebody's in the house and if so they'll just drop it off and not require a signature. Although that's also kind of creepy. Well, I, I, I added the look. I, I added the look okay. in the window part. That's okay. That's good. But uh, I just want to no, know but, why. But because I just never. I've never ordered a toy that demanded I take a day off work before. Just that's <laughs> that's interesting. Well, okay. Yeah. So actually, you have though, because like any DHL Express thing, they want a direct signature, or they want you to do a release where if they leave it on your porch and it disappears, aka they didn't leave it on your porch at all, um, they're not liable anymore. But if you chose not to sign that waiver or, you know, fill that in on the, on the web form, yes, that would be a thing that you ordered that you would have had to uh, take the hypothetical day off of work for to receive. Oh yeah. Um, And I just don't think I've ever seen, Go ahead. I just don't think I've ever seen a company just like suggest that in the in the shipping announcement. That's that's a new one. Well, it's because of the value of the item. You know, it's a six hundred dollar thing. They have yeah. to declare the value of that to FedEx for insurance purposes. Yeah. Um, so you know, FedEx themselves would be at that point instituting, okay, direct signature is required because if we deliver this and then it's claimed missing, we are not going to be on the hook for that thing. You know, please, t- please take the day off work and contact your personal bodyguard so that you can receive this Unicron. Uh, more yeah. or less. Yeah. And like to Brian's point, yeah, like companies are relaxing for something of this dollar value, there's probably not as much leeway to do that in every situation. Um, you know, if they're going someplace where it looks to them, like it is a secure location that they can leave it. And it would be hard for somebody to walk off with that. Um, you know, they might have a little bit more discretion to not require somebody to come and directly sign the thing. That's the thing. Like the FedEx information that I've seen people, uh, pasting into, uh, Twitter images and whatever, it's direct signature required. There's direct signature where you have to actually sign their PDA thing, or there's indirect signature where you can have uh, on file with them a signature just saying, you know, you can leave this here. And I understand if it goes missing, like the liability is limited or non-existent depending on the situation. Or if you have like a door tag, you can sign that. And that's an indirect signature because you leave that out for them the next time they try to deliver it. No, like if you can't be there to sign for the thing, they can't deliver it. And this is expensive. It's a big thing. I don't think they're going to be able to just like not do that for the most part. So, um, you know, diecast, whenever they actually get around to you, make sure to take a day off of work. Otherwise your wife is going to sign for them and then you're going to die. Yeah. Maybe, maybe July. Uh, you know, I, I just can't believe that I ordered day one. I was one of the biggest supporters of this. It's despite you. And they just, they just, they poop on me. <laughs> um, Ness, now, how Ness many just, beacons could you fit in a unicron sized box? Oh, that's a lot. That has this. It's nothing. It's not anything personal. You, I mean, you. I mean, we've all ordered stuff. Like I ordered, ordered those red RCs the minute they went up, and my order was canceled. I know dollar wise is slightly different. I know that, but, but that, just, that is one of the things that, that sucks about things like this. And sorry to cut in Don, but just, this is the fine. kind of thing I think about a lot, which is that, yeah, I mean, 
you know, just, just good or bad, you know, it's, it's not personal. It's never going to be the, the, the toys will never love you back, man. Red RC. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> Dicast, I'm not, I'm not making light of your frustration, diecast because I have been where you're at, but it's like, it's like with, uh, when tides return to RC, it was released at a convention that I couldn't go to. And it was like, really, you, you could have gone. You could have gone. I can't try. Don wasn't there. Up. They won't let me. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he could have gone to Shardicon too, and he didn't. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I, well, no, you I, could not, I could not get off. If I had went, if I had bailed on work, I would have been fired. That's how. That's how the situation But you would have been at Shardicon. Yeah, but they would have had no way to know that. This is. This is something completely different, and I just got to say, shout out to Ness who put in the chat uh, the the shipping label, and then said uh, from Hasbro and to anyone not named Diecast. That is yes, I funny. enjoyed that. That is pretty funny. Tfradio.net slash Discord. You can see all that oh, yeah. fun stuff that yeah. they put in there if yeah. you want. They're really taking that everything before Unicron seriously, yes. apparently. <laughs> yeah, now it's not everything before Unicron, it's everyone before Diecast. Yeah. Um <laughs> hashtag everyone before Diecast. No, um, but no, that's the point, Diecast. It's not a personal thing because the people who are doing fulfillment on this are not the people at Hasbro that you know and you know might have yeah. irritated. Yeah, that's true. But but <laughs> it begs the question: How are they? How are they doing these single orders? As you said, that may make sense. That kind of puts me behind everyone because I ordered two. Realistically, but, it's probably it, it, it. Either there is no rhyme or reason, which I don't believe, or it just comes down to something as simple as order number. And the order number, like I said, has changed. Did you did your order get canceled? And did you get a no. new order number? No. So uh, after we're after we don't want to, I don't want to say this on the air. Um, uh, once we're off, maybe we look at our order numbers and compare uh, what they are, and okay. just see what. The other thing too, diecast. <clears throat> you got two of them on the way, but did you pre-order both in the same transaction, or did you do the second one at a later time? Same transaction. Okay. I was thinking if, you know, you added one later on, like they can see that and they're waiting until both of them are, you know, unstacked <laughs> off of the pallets or out yeah. of the container. No. Or- Two. First day. I was, I was, I think we did it. Um, well, I know I did it on the way home from EFCon. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause you had resigned yourself to a life of Cookie Monster instead of Unicron. Yes. Yeah. Poor Cookie Monster. Yeah, no one no one's gonna remember Cookie Monster in a couple years. I'll always remember Cookie Monster. And don't and even I, get me started on Pepe Le Pew. And I will always feel bad for the people within Hasbro who were so excited to make that Cookie Monster and make like this most accurate Muppet replica hey. thing that they could, and only like three hundred people bothered to try to back it hey, out of the like three thousand needed. Go go back to your email real quick. And when did you get your order confirmation email? I got mine at twelve oh eight p.m. Twelve oh eight. What day? July fifteenth. July fifteenth. Yeah, just real okay. quick. It'll be Hasbro Pulse. Like, just search for Haslab uh, Unicron backer order. Ness must just have like a catalog of weird Photoshop because <laughs> the Cookie Monster. Yeah, Cookie Monster Unicron in the Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord. 
Then once Diecast pulls this, we'll move along. As live Unicron, you yeah. said? Yeah. I'll just go back to... I know you have a bunch of emails that say HasLab Unicron. Just go back to July 15th. Yeah. yeah. 12.08 p.m. <coughs> uh, almost there. Things to avoid with your Unicron. The park. Okay. <laughs> it's a picture of a Unicron in the stroller. I was uh, 7.15. 18 p.m. Monday, July 15th. Oh, that's why you're you're way oh, behind. You're several, you're several hours behind. Probably most of the people who are getting those emails now. Yep, that's your problem, diecast. Slow to the punch. So uh, clearly, what it is, only people within the first five hours had their unicrons go on the first boat, and then everybody else is on the second boat. Clearly, I backed this right away. No, you didn't. Not right away. I beat you. I bet Don beat you too. John, beat I you. mean, you, you didn't get your confirmation it. until late I'm, that night. I'm still saying the only way to resolve this is piracy. You yeah. need to get yourself a crew <laughs> and just start boarding cargo ships until you find your Unicron. That that is that is possible. Okay. Hey, uh, what did somebody get anything this week, Chris? What did uh, you get? Oh boy. Um. So I talked a little bit about this, basically just acknowledging it on um, the stream this past weekend for Not Toy Fair. So I have Kingdom Dinobot jelly yeah it, well did you go to walmart this afternoon and look um like, no i did not like, get a chance you probably if you just go to one or two of your local walmarts you'll find these because they seem to be this wave seems to be popping up at walmart all over the place like i was able to go and there was hmm. two cases worth out i had this one before i went looking today but i didn't end up paying more than i would have if i got in the store today so i'm i'm satisfied well enough um so it's pretty okay the raptor mode is um pretty immobile the legs can't really be posed at all like the knees will bend but you can't do a whole lot with that um surprisingly the little raptor arms are jointed enough to be kind of expressive in uh beast mode but at the same time the neck is just an up and down hinge there's no swivel motion so it's still pretty limited in what you can do posing wise which is a little bit disappointing to me the um robot from the side has a little bit of masterpiece dinobot proportions but, you know, the difference there is this is a $30 toy and the masterpiece is like a $200 toy. So this is excusable here. And most importantly, though, the um, face sculpt on this is just as good as on the masterpiece. It really oh, is. Oh, nice. Yeah, it is, it's fantastic. Um, <clears throat> the colors could use some tweaking. Um, uh, Chrome Tyranno Grimlockamus on Twitter uh, did one up for himself. Uh basically increasing the contrast between the light and dark parts of the dinosaur skin. And it made it look so tremendously better. He did some other alterations to it as well to dress it up. But like that was one of the main things he did. And it just made a world of difference on it. Now having it in hand and not like side by side with the pictures of the one he did, like it's fine as is, it's not terrible or anything. Um, but like, yeah, it, it was just a little bit of, difference in how the deco worked it could have been even better than it is uh sadly the um the rotate blade does not rotate it just is hinges it just hinges open and looks stupid because it doesn't rotate anymore mm -hmm. but the sword is removable and for some reason has a metallic purple blade i don't really know why um also i don't know why they made the entire um peg handle keyed so it can only go one way in the uh socket of the rotate blade part uh 
Um, but that also means that only Dinobot can hold this because, like, while part of this is five millimeters wide, it has the, the tab flanges sticking off of one side, so it can't go down into any standard hands. Hmm. So only Dinobot with the, uh, the claw hands that don't work for five millimeter anyway work, ironically enough, by tabbing this into a five millimeter port inside the hand. Hmm. So, like, it's just choices were made and none of them make sense um i'd kind of like to see this um done up chromed the sword blade um the only problem with that is the tip of the sword does stick out the end of the tail so like right now there's a purple tip to the tail which doesn't stand out so much from the the brownish that the dinosaur skin is but if it was chrome Mm. it would stand out a lot more but Again, in as a sword, it would look better that way. So it's kind of like not really sure what to do about that overall. Uh, now, just today, I got uh, Kingdom Inferno because my Walmart improbably had Wave Two of the Voyagers at the same time everybody else was getting them. Uh, Inferno is short packed in Wave Two, so each case is two Dinobots and one Inferno. So if you have an interest in this and you see it, go ahead and pick it up. Uh, it won't be shipping probably in the next assortment, which I'm pretty sure is going to be um, Rhinox and a reship of Earthrise Starscream, just like we're getting uh, RC reshipping in this deluxe wave. Um, so Inferno has some remolding. Uh, the notable thing is um, the crane arm is now the ladder with the sort of a hose end on it like there's a there's a effect part attachment point here and there's certainly blue effect parts you could use that would look like a water spray uh if you wanted them to be a hose end truck uh, but that end comes out um much the same way that um grapples crane will extend he's got the wings to the sides of the head the head's a new mold the important thing they did though uh, you'll remember there was a lot of problems with grapple with those pegs that attach the crane base to the back end of the truck. Uh, they would break off. Well, they changed those pegs on here. So now they are shorter. Um, good. I had modified grapple, uh, as soon as I opened it. So like, even if I had it handy to do for comparison, it's not in its original state, so it wouldn't work anyway, but these are shorter pegs. They, uh, fit in securely to the sockets on the bottom of the feet. Uh, but they will also come out very easily too. They, uh, do not seem to have any risk of breakage to them. So they, they did notice that there was a problem there and they addressed that while they were doing the modifications for Inferno. Um, I would presume if they ever reran grapple for some strange reason, uh, the pegs would also be shortened in that application too. That's probably a permanent change to the mold overall. Mm. Um, let's see. So uh, Inferno comes with an extra little cannon piece that goes on the side of the head. Uh, and also on each side, there are these um, coiled hose pieces, which are removable parts on five millimeter posts so he gets a couple of extra accessories but they're mostly just decoration for the vehicle mode they don't really like do anything um but you know in vehicle mode it's a it's a good update slash recreation of what g1 inferno looked like and the robot mode is fairly accurate too and much like it was with grapple like it's not trying to do anything extraordinary it's just like solid good basic robot toy hmm. 
Now, in contrast, we have Ultimate Expanse, which is not a solid, good, basic robot toy. <laughs> uh, so this is the X-Men collaborative toy. And um, it's using, to some degree, some of the skeleton of Studio Series Jetfire. I don't have Studio Series Jetfire, so I'm not sure how much of that toy still exists in this. But it did use that as a starting point for like its engineering. Um, it's, it's rather tall. Um, like compared to a Voyager, it's it's pretty tall, um, but it's not fun. Uh, like so, a big problem I've been having is with the wings, which like even in robot mode, they just kind of get knocked around easily because they're on friction hinges, but there's almost no tension to them. Uh, there's a tab stop at um, really just the middle here, and it barely keeps them. And then they're supposed to be folded forward like this for a robot mode, but there's not really much other than friction to try to keep them in that orientation. Um, the other big problem is the waist joint, which just rocks loosely side to side. And I was asking on Twitter about this just before the show started, and this appears to be a common thing, and there's not really any way to address that. <laughs> That's um, terrible. Yeah, in exchange for that, you... Um, you can potentially get an ab crunch, except to use that, you have to uh, loosen the torso piece to make room for it to move. So it can bend forward like that, but, you know, the shirt's kind of riding up, and then you have to, you know, lean him back and do the Picard maneuver on him. Um, so I don't think that's, like, an intentional thing for this. It's probably a holdover from the previous engineering, because it doesn't really do anything um, in transformation either, that joint. Um, the jet mode is what you really would come to expect from a large uh, Transformers jet. It's a jet skin on the back of a splayed out semi-folded robot. Uh, so it looks good from the top and sort of the side, but it's not particularly stable. I had a lot of trouble when I was messing with it at first, just getting everything to line up straight. Um, the engines really wanted to sit at a slant versus the lines of the fuselage, which I knew could not be right. Um, and I did eventually get that to sort out, but I, I honestly could not tell you how I got it to work. I just know that eventually it did. Um, and transforming it isn't fun. The uh, the legs the legs are crazy. Um, so the front half and the back half of the leg, like the the blue parts are split. It's basically like, think about armor over a Gundam skeleton. It's basically set up like that. Each half of that pulls out and rotates. 180 degrees because the orientation of both parts has to be reversed to close up for vehicle mode to make the engines which seems like the most unnecessary thing because if both halves of that have to do that they should have just been engineered in the first place to stay in the orientation they started in and work around it that way like i could see splitting these to like lower them down a little bit to extend the length of the leg or something but mm -hmm. what they're doing just feels like unnecessary extra padding onto the engineering that doesn't really accomplish anything that needed to be accomplished. Um, it, that's like the most complicated thing, but it is such a fiddly, semi-frustrating element of how the toy transforms. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things where like, I don't really want to transform it again to go back to jet mode just because like that was not fun to do. Um, the possibility is okay. Um, you know, with the floppy torso, it's not like going to super well hold a specific pose because that's just going to kind of bounce all over the place. Um, 
proportions are okay. I like I like the the visual styling and the deco looking like you know '90s X Men uniform style. Like I'm into that conceptually. Just like for execution as an actual toy, though, it's not great. Unfortunately, um, I'm I'm happy that I didn't pay full price for this. I was able to leverage uh, discounts that Target was offering in order to uh, get the price down to under what a liter costs, which. At the time, I thought it was like, yeah, that's probably what this should be worth approximately. And no, I still overpaid for it. Man. Yeah. So still, uh, so far, I have to conclude that um, Gigawatt is the one actually genuinely good collaborative figure that they've released so far. I, I had hopes for this. Not Actratron? But it didn't really. What? What about Actratron? Uh, I, don't really, I don't really feel that one. Okay. Um, Ectotron is, well, Ectotron is better than Maverick, I'm sure, uh, but what is it? it? (laughs) Um, I'd probably say Ectotron and this are about equal in terms of my satisfaction. Like, at Hmm. least Ectotron is stable in both modes and doesn't have, like, a bunch of underhanging parts, but it's also not super interesting to me outside of the vehicle mode. Or at least this, I like the Blackbird vehicle mode. I like the X-Men uniform style of the robot mode. It's just some of the like mechanical aspects of it that are not working for me. Um, so it's got a little bit more going for it. But yeah, Gigawatt's the one where like I really felt satisfied with the collaborative figure other instead of just feeling like, yeah, this is a lot of flaws that I have to overlook just because this is kind of an interesting idea. So yeah, maybe um, wait for sales on Gigawatt. Or not Gigawatt um, on expense. Uh, it should not be an ultimate expense. Let's put it that way. Mm. Wait for an ultimate discount instead. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I got this week. All right, I'll go. I was going to jump to Don actually. Well, uh, Don, did you get your thing? Did I get my thing? Is, oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, but that's did, the last. Did you get that thing you sent you? Yes, that I, I got the thing I sent me. But that's last on the list. Uh, off topic for Matt, I picked up the Thanos. Well, I picked it up for anybody that needed it, and Matt needed it. So I, the Marvel Legends Thanos is for him. No, I, I don't care about I don't care about the character, but man, that's a nice figure. That they did a really good job on that figure for uh, the thirty dollars price point Marvel Legends. Didn't they just figure. release that like two years ago? I don't know. I, I don't. If it again, I I cherry pick my Marvel Legends. It's just I saw this and I didn't know if anyone anyone needed it, and he did. So I picked it. So he, that's bound for him. Uh, now that you mentioned, I think they did do a comic stand out a couple of years ago, but you know, smaller. Okay, it yeah. was a Walmart exclusive. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the uh, with the twenty five percent off one toy item at Target. My target has been pretty threadbare the last few weeks, but I did get the last Ect, uh, Plasma Series Ecto-1. It's nice. Uh, well, it's going to look nice in my Ghostbusters because I have a, a framed original Ghostbusters movie poster behind the computer, so I will eventually have a Ghostbusters theme. Uh, so, I'm, so I went ahead and got that. Is There was a bit of FOMO there because there wasn't a lot there, and... No, I bought it too. I, I get it. I, yeah, I, 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 put, it's, I put it together and it sucks. 
Yeah. Um, on topic, I picked up uh, when I was there, I picked up a second jazz. I heard about the issues with the uh, clear windshields, the clear roof cracking. And Target has these on sale right now, and they had one left, so I figured I might want to get a second one if mine breaks. Uh, if not, I can always use it for something later on. And when I was at Walmart today, I picked up a duplicate Headmaster Highbrow. So now I have a complete set of boxed retro nice. Autobot Done. Headmasters. You've been teasing this big purchase for like a month. What is it? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Uh, I also picked up what Chris got. I found them to this was Dinobot ah. and Inferno. So I was, I was looking forward to nice. these. So I got those. Uh, and everyone get ready to drink. P.L. was selling some things that he had uh, used for his review channel and put them up on his TFW 2005 webpage. Okay. So I picked up from him. This is not it, Brian. Okay. The Cryotech version of Transmetal 2 Megatron. Wait, that's the fake one. That's the, that's the is that third perfect part. effect? That's a third party yeah, one. Yeah, this is the perfect, yeah, yeah, this is the perfect effect. Why, Zhang? has not or may not get around to doing a cryotech version of their mold. Yes, I, don't I was think waiting Jane will get around to that because didn't they all get arrested? There, <laughs> there's some confusion about that, but yeah, the, I was see I was waiting to get I've got the perfect effect regular version of Transmetal Do Megatron and I wanted the Wyjane Cryotech version to have one of it, one each of the mold. Right. But the PL sold this for a really good price. I love these Cryotech. Obviously, it's one of my favorite Visionaries characters. I love the cool palette, and it was a really good price. So I picked that up. Don, did you I, ask him to write like a note inside <laughs> to to Headmaster Don, my number one fan? No, I'm I'm just saying he sold it at a, at a very reasonable price, and I was able to pick it up. So, now, Don, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna. Everybody's waiting, dying to know, but I just have to have to say this. So you okay. shut off your cryotech, and I'm like, God, I wish I had cryotech. I never got cryotech. And I'm like, wait, do I have cryotech? And I just did a quick e Gmail search, and I got it last year. It's just it doesn't count because it was during COVID. So because mm. everything runs together, and I completely oh yeah oh, oh yeah. So yeah. I well, I, I, did, well, I, mean, I did get a cryotech in July of last year. So I can't wait to actually see it again once yeah. I unpack. Okay, now, well, unfortunately, we've run out of time for Don's what we got. So, uh, Diecast, what did you get this week? <laughs> uh, no, the, uh, there, there's not a real big story on this like there was with 7-Eleven Optimus. Uh, I ran the Twitter sales. I ran the eBay sales. Everyone that bought something from me from Twitter, I appreciate it. If you retweeted it, I appreciate it. If you went to look at my eBay sales page, I appreciate it. I was not planning on getting this. I was never planning on getting this. But after the last couple of months, how busy we are, busy we've been, everything I've got ahead of me now, thanks to, you know, issues, TF uh, and 714, I decided to spoil, spoil myself. And you'll see when you see the figure, I'm crazy. And it's crystal clear. The hell is oh, that? Diecast no. recognizes it. Kronos? Wow. It's it's Crystal Phoenix. Oh, that's yeah. it. It's oh, the okay. limited. Yeah, well, it's the limited edition fans toys. Uh, uh, fans toys Phoenix. Yes, oh, that's right. the Crystal Don, version. Don, it was the most. Hey Don, Don, do you have that mistransformed? Or are you missing a uh, a jet? That is, that's the one thing I want to say. It did come 
damaged, but it wasn't any of the crystal plastic. Uh-huh. It was the thruster came broke out of the package. Oh, yeah. You have, the, you have the, the, the nozzle? Yeah, I like have the nozzle. It, yeah, well, it's it the way it is, it's a clean break at the parts that connected. Mm-hmm. So there is, oh I, I would, I would I, basically, I'm going to have to put a small dowel in yeah. one in each end, and then it can be fixed. Yeah. And all things being equal, it's a very minor break that I can fix. I have emailed the seller, and I'm waiting to hear back from them because they were coming out of Golden Week, and I'm sure they've got a lot going on to get all their sales so, out. I'm assuming that was what about a hundred bucks. Is it, more than that? <laughs> is it more than that? Is that why it was a big it's, purchase? It, it's fans toys. Uh, so, so yeah, 200 bucks. So it's well, so, so, so unofficial. It's a third party fans toy. It's a, it's a six party. It's so like what, a knockoff. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, you're saying fans toys didn't actually produce that. It, uh, yes. Unofficially. They, it, it I believe a, it's fans toys. That's produced it. But for some reason they didn't put their name on it. Oh, okay. uh, you would be wrong, Diecast, because it came in a Phoenix at Phoenix box. It came in the Phoenix box with the Phoenix instructions, with the Phoenix rifle, and the everything else that Phoenix came with. Did it? Did it come with the Phoenix right Ace Attorney? No, it well, did wasn't not. Wasn't it not listed as a Fans Toys product? The website, uh, every website I have seen, is listed as Fans Holy Toys. Holy crap! Six hundred dollars. Is that what you paid for I that? Mean, no, 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 no. I did not pay that. I did is not it, pay that. Is, how is it in yeah, person? For the because in broken. photos, I couldn't tell if I liked the look of it or not. Does it look good in person? I think it looks great. But, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of partial to the crystal plastics. I think it looks really good. I think it looks... Because you, cause you uh, see, it wasn't enough for Skyfire to be buried in ice. Now he has become ice. Yeah. ice yeah. He has become that which defeated him. <laughs> I'm happy for you, Don. It's not, I was expecting something crazy. But well, I mean, it, again, well, Diecast can understand. I, I, know. wow. I, I really, I really that, appreciate that. It's. <laughs> I mean, you can. I mean, you know how good Phoenix is. Yeah, and you and you know how how great this does look as far as the. So I'm I'm just really happy with it. I am sorry it did come. And again, it's not any of the it's not any of the clear plastic that broke. It's the standard solid black plastic. Yeah, that's something that's easy to fix. Yeah, it's easy to fix. But yeah, that's uh that was my big ticket purchase. I've just been. I had a chance to get it for significantly less than what the the retail is. So, so what, like 75 uh, around there around it's very I, like I said I sold a metric crap ton of stuff I didn't want No 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 don't no, 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 any kind of judgment thing on the money Oh no no just, I mean you know. I, I I mean I nickel and dime my way up into affording this plus with uh, PayPal six months same as cash it helps spread it out anyway so there's that So I decided to, to celebrate Don's purchase of the uh Crystal Phoenix I'm going to start collecting Captain Power toys Hey okay <laughs> Go for it. Okay. I'm sorry. Just, just, just be prepared to pay for a lot for uh, for uh, Chase. For the, the most pilot. part, they're for the most part they're pretty cheap. I, I but uh, I said for the most part. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I mean, I know, I know that maybe disappointed to some people. They were expecting something along the lines of MP711. I apologize if you, if you were, but to me, this is a a major purchase, a really great looking That's figure, awesome, and I, I'm just really happy to finally have it. 
Cool. And the important thing is, it's not a clear Kronos. Yes, I thought it was Kronos. Well, I mean, I still have Kronos. He, he will be going on the shelf with, with my Phoenixes and my Siege Jetfire and my Classics Jetfire and my Titanium. No, I sold the Titanium Jetfire. Sorry. <laughs> no, I sold, I sold that. Okay. Diecast, you can go now. Uh, it's nothing as good as what Don got. <laughs> I I got the uh, Transformers Generation 2 uh, game. It came uh, from the GameStop. Tiger you already had that, I thought. Didn't nice. You? No, I never got it. And it was on it was on uh, sale at GameStop, and I was buying a McFarlane figure. I think it was eleven ninety nine. Oh, it's about three bucks Not off. Bad. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. But I needed like ten bucks more to get free shipping, so this this worked out perfect. I was like, ah, I kind of wanted that. Um, is it better just to leave it in the package? Yes. 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 Okay. All right. That's As someone who, around age 12, spent a lot of hours playing um, a Castlevania and a Batman, one of those kind of games, yes, it's much better to leave those in the package. I played, was it the Castlevania mm-hmm. 2 Tiger Handle Oh, I game? don't remember. That's when I, I had it. It was horrible. Well, it, they were all horrible. No, what, no the, the Mouse Maze game is actually pretty good, but it's... It's uh, that that game is conducive to that sort of gameplay. Sorry. Okay, but any kind of platformer yeah. game they try to adapt onto that's going to be terrible, which is you know what we're looking at here. But yeah, it's, sorry, I guess. No, no, that's okay. Yeah, I got the uh, and that was because I wanted the uh, Grim Reaper Batman, and GameStop was the only one, the only store God, that, that I could find sucks. that had it in stock. <laughs> so. <laughs> so much. Pro- then, the McFarlane line had so much promise, but it's just it sucks so bad now it, it's a mcfarland line yeah. yeah no no i really i'm really into that mcfarland at least diecast is having fun yeah i mean the pro is it's like someone i remember they did a they did a thing like we're taking you on a tour of the dc universe yeah the <laughs> batman part of it it's like junk though that like i don't like i've read hundreds of batman comics in my life and i like recognize basically none of it that doesn't mean they're not good figures uh, okay. Pretty as long cool as you're looking. having fun, diecast. Yeah. You do you diecast. So uh I got Don's RC. Walmart <laughs> sent it to me because they no, like me Triplett better. Got Don's RC. We established this earlier. I got Don's oh. RC. Okay. Oh, uh, I I don't have it yet, but I did want to give a shout out to Brentosaur. He's selling me his. So I I do have one on the way. So yeah, but it's nice. not arrived yet. And then I also got Cheetor. Um hmm. And he, I haven't taken him out of the box. Uh, his gold is really dark on his face and his legs compared to, like, the kingdom. Compared to what he's supposed to look like would also be a correct statement. Okay, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, on the package, his helmet is yellow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And on the back of the package, <laughs> his helmet is yellow. Yeah. In the promo pics, so... Uh, I'm I'm not sure what happened in the show. His helmet was gold, like yellow gold, not you know, metallic bronzy gold. Not mustard. Not yeah. mustard. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, you know what? Now that I now that I'm looking at the box art and the back of the packaging, I'm pretty confused. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. Seems to be pretty much the official slogan of the red line at this point. <laughs> I'm not sure what this is, but I'm confused. Uh, yeah, that's all I got this week. It was a it was a slow week. Rob, did you get anything? Yes, I did get a few things. Um, 
I uh, well, first off, I got to like the day after the show. I got to uh, Studio uh, Jazz, which is a really nice little toy. It's fun. Uh, unlike the other Studio Deluxes I've gotten, I enjoy handling that. It's fun yeah. to transform. It's fun to mess with. I'm I'm really pleased with it and i am going to leave it in its package for the most part like a you know fragile delicate rose made of non-biodegradable plastic <sighs> and uh i also got a studio series grimlock which i didn't i wasn't necessarily like in love with it in terms of appearance i was hoping for something a little bit more in line with how studio was handling the other figures something like very drastically on model which i would say this isn't quite but it's also just the best Grimlock figure I have handled in a long, long time. It looks like Grimlock. It transforms like Grimlock. I give, I give it Grimlock out of impossible Grimlock points. It is, <laughs> it is an excellent toy. And Wheelie is also there, which... Instead you know, of a sword. Yeah, Wheelie is there instead of a sword. I, I will be... When, when Non-F shows off the sword, they're uh, uh, going to make for it drink i will be looking at that because i i want this grimlock to have a very nice sword because it is you know it, it it's definitely in line with the uh with the things we've been getting from Earthrise and such in that i don't see myself needing another version of grimlock anytime soon and lastly i got uh quirk uh class kingdom rat trap which that was a journey yeah, my first experience with that was not great because I tried to transform it and the head exploded. So, on top of which, uh, it had a problem where the the tail, like, did not want to. You, it had to occupy the physical space that uh, the uh, the back plate uh, was trying to use in order to like flip around to lock to the back the way it's supposed to uh turns out thanks to thanks to chris who sent me a replacement rat trap which actually functions the way it's supposed to i know that neither of these are like typical for the mold when you get a when you get a like a fully functional version of this mold that is a really nice figure i i am really happy with the one that actually works that, that pieces don't fly off of and that that is that is a lot more fun when, when you get the uh when you get the, uh, a good one so uh you know thank you very much i i am i am that is so much better an experience when you get one that's not ridiculous i still felt bad for inflicting the deluxe generations one on you seven years ago so <laughs> you know i thought making sure that you got like a good copy of the good rat trap that everybody seems to like and feels like a lot of toy for it's, you know, $10 sub basic size. Like, you know, it just, it seemed like a way to make up for that. I, I really appreciate it because it just two rat traps in a row. I, I did not feel comfortable transforming was not, was not the best thing. It was so sad reading your tweets just because knowing, you know, your experience with rat traps in general. Mm-hmm. Man, I have I have the original basic one somewhere around here, and I don't I'm a, I don't think I want to touch it again. I don't know what it will do. I don't but, know of any like endemic problems with that toy. Then it, it pleases me to be fine. the first. It'd probably be fun <laughs> unless it starts like stripping gears or something. 
Yeah, which hopefully it will not do. But yeah, yeah, that that is that the the new copy of Rat Trap I have is just it, that is a really nice figure. If if you get one that is that is argumentative, return it. The, there are better Rat Traps available, and I'm pretty sure that is everything I have gotten this week. Cool, uh, John. Uh, let's see. The only thing I got this week, I can't remember if I got this last week. This week, last week, but I definitely opened it in the last couple of days. And it was the uh, Botropolis set, not Bortropolis. Unfortunately, I did not get the misspelled box. Boo. There, there uh, is no misspelled box. That was a Photoshop. Oh, what? Man, I thought I could trust the internet. Well, <laughs> so, you know what? Uh, what? The internet does not convey is how good this looks. Uh, this is a really good set. Uh, pictures don't do it justice. Uh, over air is okay. Uh, well, no, I should say it. over over air is really good looking, but the uh, the Skylinks decoed um, ironworks is just really really cool. Uh, especially considering he's you know like sixty five percent just straight white, um, but uh, it really works. The color blocking really works, and and they as a pair look really good. Uh, the redecoed um, MicroMasters that come with them, they look good too. Uh, so it's just a really handsome set. I'm really happy with them. And uh, it is definitely one of those that um, sold out on Amazon fairly quickish and now is going for like double retail. So I'm glad I... It went, it went back in stock it. today from what I was catching on Twitter. Well, grab it. So uh, like if, you, if, you, if you're considering it and you can get it for like retail at this point, sounds like a good idea to get it. Uh, you don't want to be second guessing yourself like the uh, Dirge and Ramjet 2-pack, which is now like a pretty penny. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but this one's worth it uh, for sure. $60 is, is a lot. Um, when you crunch the numbers, it's uh, unfortunately a fair price for this much toy. It's pretty much retail or, or you know, thereabouts. But anyway, two thumbs up. Uh, I approve of it. Um, and it's a nice way to, to end that um, little kind of mini collection, <laughs> sub collection, um, the Odyssey collection on Amazon. So yeah, um, very nice set. With the backdoor pilot to the uh, next mini series that will never happen. Shh. <laughs> never say never. Wait, what is it? What did they miss? Well, this so the Botropolis sets story hook is these micromasters are heading out to search for a lost in space Skylinks. Oh, that. But since okay. this is the last set, yeah, there's not going to be a resolution to that in the story of any further toys. So basically, they're setting up for a sequel that they're never intending to make. It's so totally not related to MicroMaster. Well, actually, it's, I guess maybe it is because of the origins of them. Uh, it's a licensed Hasbro property now. It's not a, made by Hasbro. But Micro Machines, obviously, you know, they're available at Target, Walmart, etc. I was at Sheets today, and I didn't realize they have blind-bagged Micro Machines. Well, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I almost got one, except it was like five bucks. And I'm like, I'm not... Oh, I was, about to, I was about to ask you why you didn't, because that would have been great uh, material for the show. You open one live on the stream. Uh, okay, maybe I'll do for, it next not, week. Not for, okay, I was going to say not for $5. Yeah, we'll I'd see. be interested if they broke out the old Micro Machine Star Trek molds for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're Probably all new not. molds, though, aren't they? I don't know. Also, also, there's licensing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. John, that was oh, it. Blade Raider, Blade Raider followed up on yeah. my comments about uh, Galactic Odyssey. The resolution of that story is the Earthrise cartoon where Skylink oh, dies. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so we solved that mystery. That's true. <laughs> God. Okay. 
Um, I'll 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 go. Uh, I also got at Ultimate X pants, and he is <laughs> a wonderful pair of pants. I'm never opening it. Um, yeah, the, pack- the packaging is brilliant. It's beautiful. I'm it's it's staying that way. Um, I also got uh red Cheetor and RC, but I opened them. Other than not looking right, Cheetor is actually pretty great <laughs> as far as an action figure goes. So, uh, what I hate about the G1 red figures is they just look and feel weird. Um, get outside of G1 and they're not bad, except for RC who sucks. Uh, she is so floppy <laughs> that, I mean, like her leg, half the line. <laughs> I mean, her leg is just ridiculously loose. Uh, and mm. the thing is the knee joint is just so petite. Uh, like I'm afraid it's going to snap. So no more like RC, more like Cheetor, or better yet, just don't make any more at all. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we know they have at least two more in the pipeline. Yeah. Starscream and Bumblebee. Um, Sad trombone. Yeah. I got another sealed uh, McDonald's minibot. Uh, this is a red and green brawn. So mm-hmm. there you go. That's another one of those. And a sealed uh, Beast Wars VHS uh, Air Razor. Ooh. So I never had this version of Air Razor. I kind of wish I had got an open one, honestly, because I, I love that toy and love fiddling with it. But uh, she's sealed. She's got the VHS in there, and I'm never cracking it open. So that's it. Pretty What's on that uh, VHS again? Oh, oh, probably good. the park her intro episode probably introducing the trans metals oh yeah. oh so it's a season two episode yeah oh interesting and for people born say after are you ni- gonna explain what vhs is after now? 1995 the vhs <laughs> the little tab is broken so it can't be recorded over unless you put mm. some tape on oh yes yes yeah. yeah modded it's not even oh it's not even a box it's a it's a bare VHS with a car- cardboard. Uh, oh, there's not even a slip cover. Nope. Just a piece wow, of cardboard sting- over it. Stingy. Yeah. Come on. Margins guys. Come on. Give them a break. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I mean, what they should have done with those is just uh, like, you know, have the slip cover on there and have the blister attached to that. Like use the whole VHS as the card back for the toy. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking they, they weren't. Okay, uh, Amazon, tfradio.net slash Amazon. Buy some stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff is up there. Diecast shared a, a, an electronic dinosaur thing that was like a lightning deal. I bought one. I'll what, show what it off on it? the show. Uh, I don't know. It's a, di- it's a dinosaur car thing. It plays stuff. Diecast's like, I thought electronics and transformers was expensive. Why is this $13? Well, we'll find out next week, buddy. Well, okay. So if it's if it's the line of stuff I'm thinking of, it's because it has like all of five moving parts. I don't know. It looks like it's. Uh, it looks That's like why it's, I can afford to have electronics. It looks like it didn't yeah, go through drop still. tests and everything. It looks like it's a uh, fly by night deal. So my thinking in my head was it. It's originally it's MSRP a twenty dollar toy. So I said, you know, this twenty dollar toy has electronics. So. You know how much can electronics really cost? If if you're if you have a five hundred and seventy five dollar toy, why can't you put electronics in it? So, well, I mean, one reason your five hundred seventy five dollar toy can't have electronics is because there is no physical space in it big enough to house the electronics. The head, 
The head couldn't house electronics other not than the, the not with the opening mouth and moving eye gimmicks. Uh, I, the, the eye gimmick yeah, plus, is dumb and it's not yeah. going to work right. Oh, plus, man. like I said, it has to turn on Unicron. <laughs> yeah, plus, plus the fact it has to transform and any wires that ran through the body would have to be extra sturdy to handle any kind of potential. You know, yeah, that's why, all, that's why the third party stuff that includes light up functions or whatever has like battery compartments in every piece of the toy that has to have the electronics. They don't even bother trying to wire it. They just make every single part its own separate circuit. Yeah. And if, if you and it was Diecast, if you go if you look at the figures like Walmart has the uh, Iron Giant and the uh Robbie the Robot, those are twenty dollars. And you get the exact amount of what you need. At least I've got the Robbie the Robot version. And you get the speeches, you get the motion on the, the the dials and everything, and you're getting what you pay for. That's a hell of a figure for twenty bucks. It's just when you get to something like that with with Unicron, yeah, it would have been nice to have light up eyes and a, maybe a voice box or something. But you're just going to be adding more costs onto something that's already. A, t- a metric crap ton of plastic. Yeah, but it would be with. like five bucks to add electronics to that toy, probably. Well, no, I I actually <laughs> talked to them several years ago, and I asked them at, at TFCon. TFCon. Um, when y'all, I'm sorry, yeah, Botcon. I'm sorry, Botcon. Uh, when y'all do voice clips in Transformers, a lot of the times it's abbreviated parts of a scene or the transformation sound is extremely short and it really doesn't add a lot to the figure because the transformation sound is too short when you want it to be longer for a more complicated figure. And if it's playing voice clips, you're not even getting the full scene. And they said when they buy the chips, it's done in preset storage amounts Mm -hmm. and you've only got so much space at a certain price point to, to hold so much information. Yeah, so, but I'm sure they fixed that because look at uh, Metroplex. The Titan figure had electronics yeah. in Metroplex and that played, the Japanese one played a full... That was Fortress Maximus. Fortress Maximus played a whole song. Yeah. No, it, no, it played a 10-second snippet of the song. Right, so I'm yeah. just saying, Doc. Asked, even even if even if the economics economics of scale have changed, it's still another added expense on something that they're already putting an absolute metric crap ton of oil into to even produce. Yes, yes. Hey, Diecast. Now I know, I feel I feel a lot of energy here tonight. A lot a lot of negative energy here related to Unicron. I need you. I need you to do something here. I need you to talk it out with your tattoo. I need you to stand in front of a mirror. I need you to talk to him and get your feelings out and and just kind of discharge the bad mojo because I do not want you to wait till the actual toy shows up. I don't want you to like let that have it and do anything regrettable to the toy. I need you to reckon, reckon with this situation and you've got the perfect way to do it. Unicron's literally on your chest and you'll be also looking at yourself. It's very meta. So you can reckon with, you know, your feelings and Unicron's feelings at the same time. I'm just going to take it to the bowling alley and see how well it yeah. rolls. Yeah, sure. yeah, I don't I don't think it's Unicron on his chest that he has a problem. It's Unicron on his back. 
Okay. Like a, like a monkey on your back. Okay. Hey, so uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash TF radio. I think our touch patrons every week. I don't think we've added any new touched patrons. So if you want to get on our History on the Five podcast, uh, sign up. You can uh, be on. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I want to thank uh, Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Cheesy Patty, Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Nathan, Sampy, Jonathan James, uh, Ness, Joey Russell, Jason Hiley, Mike Mallory, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton, Spider Bob, and Mighty Orbots. Uh, I think those are still all current. I'll, I'll update it next week if in case anybody dropped off or if anybody joins up, patreon.com slash TF radio. Much appreciated. You can also find that list at tfradio.net slash credits. Uh, go to tfradio.net. We have links to everything there. There you go. That's the plug for the week. Uh, <laughs> I... You can also find the show notes for this episode at tfradio.net slash 717. That's the, the secret sauce if you want to see what we have on the show. Plus, watch the video version. Uh, just type in tfradio.net slash the episode number. Uh, I'm on Twitter at bkilby and on Instagram at briankilby. Uh, Rob Springer is at zonebase.org. And at RoboRobSpringer. Chris, how do people get a hold of you? I'm personally on Twitter at ChrisRTXV. Uh, for my toy photography work, uh, galleries and articles and such are collected at playwithphotography.com. On Instagram, it's playwithphotography or at playwithphotos on Twitter. Uh, if you like the work I'm doing or want to show your support and help me do more of it, uh, you can sign up at Patreon, patreon.com slash playwithphotos for as little as $2 per month. Um, also, if you just want to do a random act of kindness to me, um, I have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash chrislist. I think that covers everything. Cool. Rob. Uh, I'm on Twitter at figure viewers and Rob flails. Rob flails is the uh, Twitter for flail throughs. My uh, YouTube channel. I cover Gundam battle operation two, which is a uh, free to play Gundam game. That is uh, uh, fast approaching uh Shars counterattack mobile suits. We're kind of thinking April or May for those. So there there's going to be some fun, interesting stuff in there. Uh, this last week was the uh, Rick DS2, which is fun to run around and stab things with. And uh, if you uh, like what I do there, patreon.com slash flailthroughs, you can request specific rounds, color combinations, weapon, uh, weapons, etc. And uh, if you just want to throw stuff at me, then uh, tfradio.net slash claylist will work. Cool. Uh, let's see here. Don. I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. John. Yes. At John D everywhere. Oh, John. And diecast. Uh, you can find me chartering a pirate ship um, to go find some Unicrons. Um, you can also follow me on that adventure on Twitter at diecast too. like my Facebook page at refused by diecast and See all my reviews, except Unicron, because apparently he won't be coming, at uh, tfradio.net slash reviews. Cool. Okay. Awesome. We'll be back next week, hopefully with Unicrons in tow, except for Diecast. We'll see you then. (laughs) Hashtag everybody before Diecast. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates.
Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, when are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements?